Kennedy. And sometimes you're like, what are you doing with this, Lord? I don't really totally know. But specifically, he's given me the, the study of how Satan attacks our identity. And he does that sometimes through division. And yesterday we heard from Eric Cooper around this division of secular and sacred, right? But really all of our work is holy work because it was in the garden before sin showed up. Today, when I reflect on our message, I think we're going to hear a little bit about possible divisions. Blue collar versus white collar. Hard labor versus soft labor. Skilled workers versus knowledge workers. Do you hear that? The verses? but we're image bearers of an infinitely complex, wonderful both and God, right? So we are blue and white color. We are skilled and knowledge workers. We are hard and soft labor. And we happen to serve this both and God at a university that honors a both and student body. And here we have a commitment to that in North Central in our Applied Studies program, where we uniquely offer two-year trades wrapped up in the benefits of four-year degrees. And it is my honor to be the advisor, both advisor for Applied Studies, as well as a professor in College of Business and Technology. So it's fitting and right that during Cobat Chapel Week, we get to honor the trades. And so what I see is a leader of leaders here today. That's what I see. So would you please join me in an honorable welcome so we can honor Chris Joseph, Jacob Grant, Mike Woods, Brandon Watson, and the Executive Director of Operations, Jordan Robertson. Mic on, mic on. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we get the opportunity to preach. I don't know if we'll call it that. We decided to sit down because our natural state is standing or bending over or crawling under or having our neck deep in stuff. So we're just going to relax a little bit. We're going to share. And so I hope that you guys are okay with that. All right. So we are not preachers. Uh, I mean, that's why we're doing what we do. Uh, We don't like getting up in front of people, except maybe Jake. Your, your kind of natural state is being in front of people, I think, and speaking <laughs> long hours. But uh, we have an opportunity here to, to talk to all of you just a little bit about what blue-collar ministry looks like, uh, but also blue-collar blue, blue collar extending into every, every walk of life that we have, right? Everything that we do, everything that we say is about giving glory to God. And so this is an opportunity to just talk about practical application a little bit. And so uh, just a little background for me, I've been in the trades for about 25 years. That includes some of my time at college. I put my way through school by being a roofer. And uh, I actually started probably when I was 12 with my dad saying, hey, we got something to do. And I'm like, okay. And we go and build it, you know. Didn't usually end up looking good, but we, we made it work, you know. And uh, so I'm thankful for the, uh, the, just the history I have in the trades. Uh, been through construction labor, project management. Uh, I was a glass salesman for a while. So those glass whiteboards that you guys may or may not like, that's on me, okay? So that was all me. 
and I apologize, or yay, you know, if you guys like them. So uh, I've, I've had both ways. Uh, but also then coming back to North Central, uh, a place that I love back in 2014 for facilities management, and then since 2019 as the executive director of operations, and uh, get to work with these yahoos every day. We call ourselves the Goon Squad, the yahoos, the schmucks, whatever it is, you know, we get the job done. Uh, so what we want to talk about is just working with effort, with gusto, with joy. And there's a portion of Ephesians 6, 7. Uh, it's in the portion of call, is slave and masters, if you've ever read that. Interesting, you know, that if you are a slave, if you have no other thing to do but beholden to your master, you're still to serve the Lord with distinction. Work with enthusiasm as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people. It's very important. Okay, and so what we're going to learn today is about the different aspects that these guys represent and what their lives represent as Christian brothers and sisters helping to minister to people around them. So we're going to talk about serving. So we serve, we protect, we restore, and we support. And so we want to go through, and actually we're kind of in a line here, so that's good. We don't have to bounce around. Uh, we may interject because we like to joke with each other. We love each other. Uh, we support each other. Uh, we make sure that each other's on the straight and narrow. Typically, what, what Jake breaks, Mike, or, uh, uh, Brandon fixes, and, and so it's, it's just the way it goes. You know, We love each other. All right, so can I hand it over to Brandon Watson, our Director of Housekeeping and Events? Hello. As I said, I'm Brandon Watson. I'm the Director of Housekeeping and Events here at North Central. Uh, a little background for me, uh, I apprenticed as a cabinet maker for seven years uh, ahead of time. Uh, I also worked for a moving company that specialized in antique moves, so high-end antiques for quite a while. Um, then I came to North Central, I graduated with uh, my undergrad in Deaf Culture Studies and with a minor in music, uh, and then later got my master's in strategic leadership. I've now been part of the housekeeping department for 14 years, um, starting as a student employee, working up through every level of the department until I've reached the director position. So the major theme of my department is obviously serving the community. We, we clean toilets, we clean classrooms, we set up all the events on campus. Um, if you don't know, we have about 2,700 events that happen on this campus every year that we manage. Um, so it's kind of a busy thing keeping everybody moving. Um, my brain's a little all jumbled, so sorry. <laughs> um, so even at those levels, even at the basic of I'm cleaning toilets as a student, you're overall supporting the institution as a whole. If those things didn't happen, nothing else on this campus would be happening. Um, we'd have students leaving because it's disgusting. You'd have events that just fall apart. <laughs> so no matter where you're at, whatever you're doing, you're supporting the whole. If you look at service in, in an overarching view, there are two types of service. You have expected service and unexpected service. When you're in the service industries, everything you do is expected of you. But that does not make it any less important or as serving. Um, those unexpected things, those are typically what people say, that person goes above and beyond. It's you've met someone's expectation and you've surpassed it. Um, so we need to keep in mind those expectations that we have on people ourselves. Because we also have that expectation when you go into a place. I expect that person to serve me a certain way. So by changing your own expectations, you're serving that person as well. Usually the most important acts of service are frequently the smallest and likely the most insignificant thing you'll do in your day. Those are the little bitty, hey, someone needs something, I will go with you and help you do that. That means nothing to me, I gain nothing from it. It typically costs me something. 
but that'll be the biggest impact that you'll be able to make. Those who focus on the service of those around them will have the, bigger, the biggest impact on the community and can be used in ways far greater than they thought possible. The amount of doors that opened and weird things I've got to do because I do those little bitty things, or ping, it's far more than I ever thought that my life would accomplish. So, Brandon, before we move on to Mike, can you give us your, your best PG-rated service story? Just because I know that things get a little bit messy down there in, in housekeeping land. Yes. Okay. I can give two quick ones <laughs> of things we've had to deal with. Um, one, we had a student who uh, threw up in their bed in the middle of the night uh, and had nothing else and was extremely sick, so we had to go up and help them get all their, their bedding washed, make sure that they got washed, and then get them back and kind of situated from there. Um, another one is a Carlson guy decided to fall out of his bed and bleed everywhere down the hallways. Uh, and then one of my employees forgot to turn the scrubber on right, and so just pushed blood up and down the hallway. <laughs> so it took a few hours. Yeah, I said, to I said that PG. Up. That's PG. <laughs> it was an accident. That's great. So your purview, if if we are narrowing it down, is your purview is vomit, yes, blood and poo. The, I did all three of those things okay. this morning. I want. I'm going to put that on the name tag. Yes. All right. High five. All right. All right. Mike Woods, our director. Hi. Emergency, yeah, safety and emergency management. Hey, everybody, I'm Mike Woods. I'm the leader of the uh, cult on the department, uh, <laughs> cult in the school. <laughs> it's the uh, safety and emergency management department. And uh, yeah, so uh, my word was protect. And uh, for me, what that kind of signifies and means is that. Um, I am in charge of protecting the work that's going on here at North Central. And so um, there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of moving parts that comes down with that. Uh, a lot of working with trying to make sure that the work that is, uh, starts in the spirit is guarded by the physical as well too. Uh, that we're not just abandoning one aspect of um, of our daily service to God uh, by being so spiritually minded that we're not present in the world. And so keeping that mindset and keeping that thought, um, I chose for my scripture Nehemiah 4, 8 through 9, which goes, and they all plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and to cause confusion in it. And we prayed to our God and set a guard as a protection against them day and night. And uh, what, that, what occurred to me was that, yes, they, they did pray. They did pray to God, but they also set a guard, set a physical guard. And in that chapter in Nehemiah, they carried the tools for building in one hand and then their swords in the other hand uh, because they were always prepared to uh, take care of the enemy that would try to come in in a physical form. Um, and I think that, um, in our day and age, what we've been kind of taught is passivity. Uh, we've been taught to kind of be passive, to uh, sit back, and what it does is it affects all aspects and areas of our lives, where if I'm passive in the area of taking care of my physical body, then I'm automatically going to be passive in the area of uh, taking care of my spiritual uh, mindset. Uh, I can't worship God to the fullest extent if I'm not taking care of 
all parts of my myself. Um, oh, I forgot to introduce myself too. The whole well, we, experience. Oh, thing. your experience. Yeah, please talk <laughs> talk about your experience because that's yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, okay. it's just something like that. Uh, so yeah, and for me, uh, four years Marine Corps uh, was a machine gunner. Uh, did one combat tour, and then another tour all around the South Pacific, um, which was in my BC days. So lots of clubs and <laughs> bars and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, uh, I've been working security. Take no heed of that, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been working security for going on probably around oh, well over a decade, so probably about 12 years or so, uh, doing everything from executive protection details to um, guarding fuel trucks to prisoner watch, prisoner exchange. Yeah, all sorts of stuff, so... Yeah, a little bit more about me. Can we ask you about your, well, one of your favorite protection stories? Oh, geez. something that defines Mike <laughs> in in your in your AD. Oh, there's in your AD. AD. You can go BC. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, normally I'm I'm just the guy that keeps people from pooping in the parking lots, but uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Good story. There's a trend. Um, uh, okay, so, yeah, part of being in security, we are also uh, kind of the uh, counselors, and, and we pretty much run the adult daycare outside of the school. So we have to deal with a lot of very difficult people, and uh, uh, one such gentleman, I know, we, I was doing an overnight, and uh, this gentleman was in the middle of the street with his flashlight searching around, and uh, went up to him, asked him, you know, what he was doing and why he was impeding traffic. And, and he goes, oh, I'm looking for my Percocet. And he was like, okay, all right. And uh, he started going back and forth with me, started getting agitated. He's like, why are you still here? Why? Leave. Leave me alone. And, and uh, then he started asking me if I prayed. And I was like, yeah, sure. And uh, I was like, you know, I pray from time to time. And he goes, yeah, well, have you prayed right now? And he's like, well, um, what's the need? Can I pray for you? And he goes, he goes uh, no, you can't pray for me. You need to pray for yourself. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah, to me. And I was like, oh, ah, okay. And then I started chuckling, and he goes, what, you think God is a joke? And I said to him, I just didn't think I'd see God at 3 o'clock in the morning looking for a Percocet on the street. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. All right. <laughs> and with that, we're going to move on <laughs> to our FM representative, Jacob Grant. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I am Jacob Grant. I work in the facilities management department. I, I was trying to remember when I graduated from here. It was like 2018 or 2019. I really can't remember. It was after me. Was it after you? Yeah. 2018. <laughs> that sounds about right. So, yeah, I, I loved my time here. It was really a forging experience. I had a wife, a son, and uh, working full-time, going to school full-time. It was, it was such a grinding experience to be developed and to be forged and be strengthened. And I really look back at this time that I was a student here, and I, I don't know where I would be without 
without the professors coming into my life, without uh, like just the discipleship that I got here. So I'm just extremely thankful for that. Uh, I, I started working blue collar work for, for facilities right after I graduated from here. And I, I love it because I'm always essential. Uh, the past two to three years have taught us, like, what is, like, I, there will always be something to fix. There is always, like, especially in winter, like, heat is important, and electricity is important. And so I, I fill in this gap where these things uh, become misaligned with what their intended purpose is. Uh, that breakdown, like, uh... You know, when Miller Boilers are like, yeah, I'm kind of done firing. And that's an emergency level situation. That is complete chaos. Like for everyone involved, um, especially for me. (laughs) But trying to like diagnose and figure things out and bring order and restoration to these systems that are not working. And how there's just so many different parallels of what Christ did in our own life and in the world and how he restores and brings order back to us uh, physically and spiritually. Um, but it, it is a wild ride uh, working in facilities. Like every, there's something new every, every day. Uh, what I also just, I love working blue collar is no matter where I'm at, like I do, I do some side work for different uh, properties around the cities, and I would not be invited into these apartments or into these into these dorms um, as a Christian. But since I, I'm I, I'm fulfilling a need, I can come in. I can bring the gospel. I can bring the kingdom as a priest in in the in the heavenly realm. I can walk in. I can discern what's happening in, in the supernatural, and I can release kingdom. I can pray. I can just worship and just seek, seek him in these, in these places. And like, like everything I'm doing is unto the Lord. It's, I'm worshiping him as I'm fixing a toilet, as I'm unclogging a toilet, as I'm finding out where this leak is coming from in the ore fields. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just my life unto the Lord of restoring and bringing order and like to, it's just, I, I, I honestly love it. Um, I'm constantly reminded of uh, Brother Lawrence and practicing the presence where this dude, just some lowly guy is just washing dishes and he gets absolutely rocked by the Holy Spirit all the time and just loves the Lord, loves gazing at him. So I just, whenever I, you know, go into a dorm or hey, there's no heat, like something pretty chaotic, like able to just, to just walk in it with the Lord, giving him worship, gazing at him, fixing, diagnosing, and just releasing his presence and I can do that anywhere and everywhere, and yeah, Amen. love it. Sweet. <laughs> we, we do need a chaos to restoration story. 
Oh. Can you give us one? Yes. Uh, last year during chapel in like midwinter, I get a message from Chris. Hey, there's some like banging going on up on the roof. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. I should probably go check that out. And so I go up on the roof and I notice that one of the, one of the like air handler panels are off. I'm like, oh, did I forget to do that when I like put it back on correctly? When I changed the filters, like that's been not very working very efficiently for the past two months. But all of a sudden, I just started uh, walking towards it, and I just got like just fire started coming out of this. This is during worship, and like I, I'm hearing you guys all worship, and I'm like, like I don't know if you guys heard me, but I was screaming, like, "Oh Lord, save me!" Because <laughs> there was fire coming out of the, the air handler because it's misfiring. So it's like, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, Lord, have mercy. See, I, didn't, I didn't hear Lord, have mercy. All I heard was, <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah I was screaming, so I had to, it was, it, was, uh, it was a massacre up there. So I had to quickly you know, shut it down, and we had to bring in that. I think that was down for like two, three months before we got a new, we had to replace that whole system up there. So that was fun. That was very chaotic. chaotic. Um, yeah. Thank you, Jake Grant. And <laughs> last but not least is your media services director, Chris Joseph. So I did hear you up there, Jacob. Because I know what I'm listening for. <laughs> and I heard the scream. <laughs> that was the Anderson Chapel, which lost its HVAC system right in the middle of our theater run. That was exciting, so all of you that remember that. Um, you know, when you have an organization, things go wrong. I am slightly the odd one out because they all kind of deal with similar things like toilets and bathroom issues. Um, I only witnessed them, and yes, I have witnessed weird stuff in here, so we're not going to talk about that. Um, it is a holy space, but not everyone agrees. Um, so my name is Chris. And just a little bit of my background. So I did not graduate from North Central. I'm, again, the odd one out. Uh, I graduated from the University of Minnesota in Duluth. I have an undergrad in history, a minor in philosophy. And then because that wasn't enough for me, I decided to go to get a master's in divinity. Uh, I have spent 13 years of my life working as a missionary. So I might actually be the other odd one out up here because I actually have been a pastor and still serve in certain ways in that regard. Uh, I have spent over 20 years working in the audiovisual industry, uh, and I serve here right now as the director of media services, and then I also work with the College of Fine Arts teaching in the production programs. So I kind of have a lot of dual things, and on the side I do all sorts of other weird stuff. So um, I've been here now for, I've just finished my seventh year, I'm going on eight years, and for all of you who wonder about your chapel attendance, uh, I win, I've missed two in seven. So when you cry that you don't have enough skips, just look up there and realize, I haven't. <laughs> so don't look at me for pity or empathy. I am here every single day. Now, I think chapel can be really cool and you should all go every single day. I understand you're gonna skip, but don't complain. Or at least don't complain to me, because I have no sympathy for you. Um, <laughs> Now, <laughs> there's a couple of things, you know, one of the things, a lot of people don't know what I do. 
Uh, I manage all the audiovisual systems that that operate in the Word Worship Center. So this room and the Anderson Chapel, uh, we manage stuff, any event that goes through this space that requires any kind of support. So for any of you that have ever done anything related to audiovisual in these spaces, you have touched and connected with media services. That starts with me, but it also happens to work with a bunch of other people as well. Uh, part-time employees as well as student volunteers. There's a lot of people who get involved and they all hate it when I do this, but there are a bunch of them are in the booth right now. You don't know how many people it takes to run an event like this. Uh, even something as simple as chapel. I've been prepping chapel since 8.40 this morning. And I do that every single day and there are a bunch of people that work in that process. Um, we do things behind the scenes that people, you only, that only think of us when something goes wrong. When's the last time you looked at a sound booth and why? It's usually either a microphone feeding back, which I'm not going to do for you today. Um, the funny thing is, is like if something breaks in the room, people look at me because it's obviously my fault. I'm magic and I can make the stairs like collapse or something. And it would only be my fault because I'm the only one who would do something like that in the room. Um, but it's, I'm, I'm, I'm joking with you all. But yeah, it's, it's really the thing. You don't think about the people that sit behind the scenes most days. Uh, most of us up here, you only see us when something's happening or you need us for something, which is great. That's why we're here. But you don't necessarily remember what we do. You don't see the things that we're doing behind the scenes or in the background or in our offices, uh, the number of emails we deal with, the number of incidents or things, events that go on a campus. I mean, Brandon's saying 2,700. A lot of them do happen in the sanctuary and the Anderson Chapel. We have a theater run coming up that involves a lot of work for media services. So if you're in theater, props to you. It's going to be a great show. Um, but to relate this into your everyday life, uh, too often, we want to wear the big shoes, wear the nice suit, work in the highest office on, in the building, and make everyone want to look at us. But most of the time, you don't get that privilege. And I call it a privilege because a lot of people get up there that don't really deserve it, and they don't treat people well underneath them. And if you can't treat people well when nobody knows your name, you can't treat people well when they do know your name. My goal... so. We use this phrase, we support. I mean, I support everything that goes on in here. My entire job is to make everyone who steps on stage look good and sound good. To the best of the capacity within the financial constraints that we have, we work to make everything that goes on in here go well. It doesn't matter if you're a paying client or you're a student or doing an event. We will do our best to make you look and pull off your event in the way you want. That's our goal. It's always our goal. It doesn't matter if I'm getting paid tons of money or getting paid little money or if it's an external event, an internal event, a simple student event, or a complex, we're going to pull off partners on Thursday for anybody who knows what that is. Um, so all these things go through what we do and we work really hard to make them as best as they can possibly be. Where are you doing that in your life? What are the things that people don't see that you do that support those around you? Was what doesn't your roommate see? What doesn't your classmates see? You know, those kind of things. It's really easy to point out the things everyone knows. I mean, you all know President Hagen. I bet you can't name five people who work in media services. I'm not saying you should know our names, <laughs> but why do you want to know President Hagen's name? What's your motivation? He's a really nice guy, and he always says hi, and he loves all of us. Uh, there's two verses I want to throw at you really quick. Uh, the first one is in Colossians 3, 23 and 24. It's going to be on the screen behind me. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that, you, that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. 
So I don't care if you're working in housekeeping and dealing with dirty bathrooms because those places get messy. You all know that. Uh, and there are a bunch of people in here, a bunch of students who work in housekeeping that do amazing work, uh, and a bunch of people see you. So you are seen, you are known, you do great work. And I know Brandon tells you that, but I'm another person who's going to tell you that. The, the next uh, passage is First Thessalonians 5.11. Therefore, encouraging, encourage one another and build one another up just as you were doing. Paul is writing and saying, hey, your job as a body of Christ is to lift people up, not to throw them down. That if you're spending more of your time just complaining about what's going on around you and not doing something about it, you're the issue. I mean, that's what he's saying. We spend all our lives doing it, and people complain about what we do, uh, but you probably don't really understand what we're doing or why we're doing it or what it takes to fix it. Like when the heat goes out, I mean, where are you going to find an HVAC unit in the middle of uh, a production problem with co- due to COVID constraints on the world industry and put an HVAC on top of the Anderson Chapel? You can't get that in a day. That's several months. Uh, and so there's a lot of these things that go on. There are, there are people here who love you and we are here to support you. And we believe in what is going on here at North Central University. And that's why we're here. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. So, Chris, you talked about just watching what we do. I mean, is there any cool media services story you want to share? I'm in my room. I can't say anything. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll write the memoir later. All it's, right. It's like Vegas. So I'm just going to wrap things up. Uh, you know, we're, we're not going to do, I mean, there's, there's, there's stuff here that, that is altar call worthy, right? It's about committing yourself to ministry when you're in the workplace. You know, there's, there's all sorts of stats about you know, us going into, after we graduate college, the, the percentage of people who don't go into the field that they studied, it, it ranges from about 57% all the way up to, all the way down to 29%, right? So as low as, little as 29% of people get a job in the degree that they got. And that's okay. That's okay. None of us up here. You got MDiv. You got what? Missions? Jake? Missions and business. Missions and business. You got cross-cultural global studies. You got ASL, right? Yeah. And I'm a cornucopia, right? So I studied youth, L-Ed, business, and I still ain't done, guys. I'm still studying, okay? I'm 45. It's okay. So just keep going. Keep working. Go into whatever it is with gusto in Christ and take it to the streets, all right? You serve, you protect, all right? Small ways, big ways, you protect. Make work a safe place for people to achieve, to have success, all right? Restore people's lives in the little ways, right? Just everything, just interactions. We don't go to preach a five-point sermon or a three-point. We go just to be. We are examples. We are witnesses for Christ, and we support Put people forth. Lift them up. You don't have to be first. That's antithetical to the kingdom. Be last. Pick up the poop. Pick up the trash. Hey, help us out. Rearrange the chairs once you mess them up. All right? We would love you. I would come in on a Monday morning and be like, yes! They get it. All right? So we love you. We support you. All right? Jacob Grant, would you close us out in a prayer? Yeah. All right, thanks. 
Jesus, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for uh, your goodness in our lives, your faithfulness every day, and the beauty that we get to see you um, in this school and in each other, Father. We just, we just ask that you'll just give us courage and strength to go about our life and look, looking and gazing at you. And thank you that you are all these things to us. You are our support. You are our... Um, protection. You are our service. You are our restoration and our order. And we love you. And thank you for this body. Yeah, we love you. Amen. Thank you.